Hello everybody, this is Captain Katz and welcome back to the show. Okay, so I'm doing this one alone today because I spent all day watching the DC fandom event and we got a lot to talk about, so we're just going to get to it. So, the DC fandom, there was a lot of good bits in it, there was some bits that were okay, and there was maybe one or two that I'll address later that I think, eh, could have done better, or kind of made me have doubts. Okay. So we're just going to break this down into certain genres, well, certain categories, and um, we're just going get to get to it. So, films. They delivered on films. They did. Uh, Wonder Woman, the uh, Wonder Woman 2 film, looks great. The second trailer looks awesome, phenomenal. Everything looks fine with it. Um, Cheetah looks fantastic in this. Patty Jenkins did a wonderful job with this film, and it's going to live up to every expectation that it set the bar for itself after the first film. I think it was wonderful. I thought it was great. Um, can't wait to see this one. Really cannot wait to see this one. Up next, the one that I was really excited the most to see, uh, the Suicide Squad film. That was just mesmerizing. You can tell though they put in a lot of thought and effort and patience into this one. And I think this is going to be the one film that make even though the <laughs> even though the original one won an Academy Award. Yes, I'm not joking. Go look it up. It actually won an Academy Award. Um, it's going to make us forget that one. And it's going to be like, this is the true Suicide Squad film that should have came out first. It looked phenomenal. It looked great. Um, the Black Adam teaser was interesting as well. He really, The Rock really, 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 really put a lot of passion into this one. And even he said it during his um, the Black Adam panel. Ten years. Ten years. Um... And that's interesting. Ten years to do this film. And it, it makes me want to root for this film, film more. I can't wait. And especially, too, when he was narrating um, the two parts. Like, before he became back at him. And then after. And after when he's going to go against the, um, the Justice Society. And that's going to be interesting. And... And, and yeah, it's just going to be, that's going to be really good. And he really cut a good promo at the end. And I, I just like, ah, you know what? They did a really good job casting The Rock for this one. He nailed it. He really, really nailed it. And that promo, that cut, that promo cut he did at the end. You know, I thought that was like wrestling magic. This is why he was one of the best on the mic. During, um, yeah, he's like, one of the best um, with might work in wrestling of all time. One of the best. So, And it shows. It proves it here. Um, after that, we saw some other bits from um, The Flash. We saw we see the new Flash costume. Looks great. Looks interesting. Um, Shazam 2, which was okay, which was, which was good. But the one that I kind of... I know you're going to hate me for all this, but I'm, I'm just speaking my mind, and I'm telling it like it is. The Batman. 
don't get me wrong. It looks good. It looks great. It looks fine. But... Ah, it's just something about the director. You know? The way that the director was doing this Q&A session and everything like that. It made it sound like he was trying to introduce something. But to be honest to me... I think he was trying to piggyback off of Frank Miller's year one. Because he always kept saying year two, year two, year two, year two. And I'm like, I remember there was a year two comic, but it wasn't technically year two. Um, and yeah, it just made me feel like he was trying to piggyback Frank Miller's work. And, and not acknowledging it. Or not acknowledging that yeah, the story has been told before. You're not really bringing interest. You're not bringing anything new to the table. You're not bringing anything um, original. You know, the concept is pretty good. The concept is good, but in terms of story and delivery and stuff like that, not original. I think he, yeah, I, I think he was trying to. Uh, how can I say? I think he wanted to stand out and be like, this is an original thing. This is what we've done. There hasn't been a Batman story told like this. <clears throat> and when he kept talking about it, kept talking about it, kept talking about it, and I was like, sounds like you're piggybacking off of someone's work. And I feel like I've already read something like this before. Or seen something like this before. And then when it dawned on me, it was like, Batman Year One... Because he kept saying, when he kept saying year two, year two, year two, year two, year two, I'm like, yeah, it's like he's picking backing off of this. So, look, I got nothing against uh, Patterson. It looks like he, he'll pull it off as being a young and experienced Bruce Wayne, a young and experienced Batman. It looks like he's, he's going to do a great job on this film. But I just feel like the tone and the narrative, eh, I don't know. It, like, is it just me, or is he was just like, you know, oh god, what did I brought myself into? Um, with the director. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into this, or I could be wrong, but mm, who knows. Alright, so moving on from films to television. Um, from television, it was pretty interesting. We had the Titans panel, and they already and they already said and they already announced that they're going to put in Barbara Gordon, they're going to put in Scarecrow, Red Hood. That's interesting. That's good. This is their heading all the way into Gotham, so that was interesting. Sandman, the Sandman panel was interesting because even though production is still on the rebound right now, so to speak, because of COVID nineteen, it give it it gave the creative team and Neil some more time to like tweak it mix it up and it's going it's going to be it's it sounds like he's really trying to trying to deliver us a good adaptation of Sandman but in a very unique way because remember um the book was always different. The, the book, the comic series, 
was always different, was always unique. Like every issue or every couple issues that we had a different artist and did their own rendition of what they think without what was Sandman, you know, Sandman, the environment, Dream, Lucifer, you know, his other brothers and sisters. And and I'm just like, you know what? He's trying to continue that mythos. And I'm like, okay, I'm cool with that. I'm all right with that. Just don't make it, just don't, don't hype it up to the point where it's going to fail. It's going to fall on itself. You know, that's one. That's that's my one fear. That's my only fear that I have for that series. And then we had the Ask Harley Quinn. That was funny. That was hilarious. Especially, too, with uh, what's going on with DC, with the cleaning house, canceling books, this and that. The DC Universe app service, I think it's dead. So... I thought that was funny. I thought, I, thought, I thought that was really, really, really funny. And then we move on to comics. And one of the biggest stories that came out of comics was that Milestone. Milestone Comics is coming back. It's going to be part of DC. They're going to bring back, starting this September, they're going to release a lot of the classic issues. And I was so hyped up when I heard about this because it's about time they got recognition. Milestone Comics, they did a lot of great things. Um, a lot of, a lot of good heroes were created in, in that uh, company. And in case if you don't know uh, what's so great about Milestone Comics, that's where Static Shock first made his appearance. That's where a lot of African American heroes, modern, mo- modern, yeah, I would say this, modern African American heroes at the time were created, and it was great. They told a lot of great stories. They told a lot of great story arcs. The art was wonderful. The designs of the characters were wonderful. And it was great. It, um, and it was sad to see them go. But since they're bringing, they're reviving Milestone Comics and they're bringing in new content, they're going to release new content starting February of next year. I uh, Digital first. Same thing with the uh, release of the old series, uh, a lot of old uh, comics, digital first. Um, this is great. So if you guys never read any of them, never heard of the studio, I think now is a great time to jump in and and read some of their um, read a lot of their old stuff. It's really great, really good. Some of it was ahead of its time. Um, then we move on to gaming. Now this was a now this was interesting because you had Gotham Knights really great it looked really good it had this Batman Arkham series style of gameplay and approach mixed with a I could be wrong but it kind of gave me like this Tom Clancy Splinter Cell vibe you know how do you want to approach it how do you want to approach the situation you can go into for stealth, or you just want to go in and just guns a blazing. You know, graphic graphically wise, it looks great. It looks wonderful. It's very, very, um, very great. Like very unique, very good. And then you had um, Rocksteady, who created the Arkham series, the Batman Arkham series, um, came out with Suicide Squad, killed the Justice League. 
that was more engaging, that was more interesting, that one gave, when they were talking about how the gameplay goes and stuff like that, it was like Left 4 Dead meets Team Fortress 2, and it gave off a little bit of Cyberpunk 2077 vibes in terms of what, in, in, like, in terms of like, when you saw how the characters were shooting or and moving around the screen and stuff like that, it looks like it may or may not, um, yeah, may or may not have the ability to customize weapons. I don't know. Just hanging out there. Um, but here's the thing, though. Both We don't know if both of those games are going to be next-gen. Because remember, PS5 and Xbox Series X is coming out this holiday season. Microsoft, I think, is going to announce when and how much the Xbox Series X is going to come out. And... For the PS5, that's still up in the air. Sony's still being tight-lipped about it. I don't know why. But um, but the thing is, we don't know if both games are going to be next-gen, current-gen, maybe both. Both games are going to be out respectively in 2021 and maybe 2022. That's what I've heard. For, I think the Suicide Squad game is going to be out in 2022 or late 2021, early 2022. But the thing is, like, both of these games kind of feels like the same, but you're seeing it from two different perspectives, two different points of views, and two different environments. But they kind of, but they kind of gave off like this, you know, Left for Dead vibe, which I don't mind. I love Left for Dead. It's a great game. You know, it's really great. It's good. It still stands up to the test of time right now. But at the same time, I'm like, hmm. I don't think it's a smart idea to release, to review both these games that kind of identically look like the same. So, hmm. I could be wrong. So, other than that, what did I think of the whole experience? I think the whole experience was not that bad. It was pretty good. Yes, there was some hiccups here and there. Um, some of the negative things I would have to say would be like some of the panels could have been better than the others. Could, yeah, could have been better than others. Some of the fan questions and some of the fan interactions felt like it was kind of taped delayed. Not live, but like kind of like tape delayed in advance. I bet you it was, but you know, it could have done a better job at that. Um, not only that too, but it was just 10 15 minutes for each panel. Not bad, not, not it's not bad, but it was too much jargon, a lot of jargon and a lot in some of these panels, especially in the Batman panel. Way too much jargon. Way too much. Um, answers that I think that could have been said better instead of giving like this jargon generic 
you know, you're not answering the question until the last second, and then you'll be like, okay, you could have just said that in the beginning. Could have, like, said that and move on to the next one. Um, but besides that, this was not bad. This was not bad at all. Um, I would give it, like, a 7 out of 10. It, it was good. There was some hiccups. There was some stuff that I didn't like. Um, like, the fan interaction could have been better. Um, yeah, like, the fan could, the fan interaction could have been better. The Batman panel kind of gave me some, like, eh. Like, I know it might be, a, it's going to be a good movie, but is it going to be a good movie type of vibes? Um, some of the panels kind of went a little bit longer than they should be. And, um... But in the end, there was there was panels that really kind of saved it, and it was really good. For example, the Wonder Woman panel was really good. The 80th anniversary of the Wonder Woman panel was really good. Um, the behind the cape and cowl with different voice actors from around the world was good. James Gunn, the Suicide Squad film uh, panel highlight. It was great. It, it showed he had a lot of passion for this. Um, he even dropped. I don't know if he did this intentionally or not intentionally, but he dropped that it was going to be coming out in August of 2021. A lot of these films are going to be coming out in 2021 that were shown. Um, but we definitely find we definitely know that the Suicide Squad is coming out in August of next year, so that's good. And we know that Wonder Woman's coming out next year, early next year, because um, they had to push it because they didn't want to compete with the Joker. Um, other than that, this was good. Um, we know that in a couple of weeks, they're going to do another one, and that one's going to be more focused on TV, comics, and the kid side of things of DC, which I don't mind, and which, was, which is going to be interesting. So, we'll let you know on that. And um, what do you guys think of this? What did you guys think of the DC fandom? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Did you think it was a waste of time? Did you think it could have been better? You know, just let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. You know, just drop it. Just go to go to the website, CaptainCaptainNightRider.com. And then just, you know, we have an email there. Just click on the email and send us and tell us what you think. You know, or you can look us up on Twitter. You know, or on Facebook. Just type in Captain Cats and Night Runner and just tell us what you think of what what did you think of the DC fandom. So, yeah. Alright then. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. I hope you guys have a great time. I hope you guys, hope you guys have a wonderful week. Um, just be careful out there. Any, if you guys are in part of California with the fires and everything like that, please be careful out there. Or in the East Coast where they can be hit by thunderstorms and tornadoes and stuff like that. Please be careful out there. Wear your mask. Keep your social distancing. Be careful. Be kind to one another. And just stay safe out there. I know it's a dangerous world right now. And I know things are... doesn't look like it's going to get any better. But eventually it will. We just got to hang in there. Okay? Alright then. I am Captain Katz. I hope you guys have a great time. I hope you guys have a great wonderful week. I'll see you guys next week. Until then, take care. Have a good one.